0: Welcome to On Brand and Off Topic with your host, Aaron Ellis. Imagine meeting the love of your life and finding out that he debates Brady versus Rogers with strangers on Twitter.
1: Jimmy Christensen.
0: Hey man. I look at the internet.
1: And Todd Varney.
0: For
2: as not confident as I am, I'm not unconfident either.
1: It's time to start the sh- wait. What are we what are we doing here?
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of On Brand and Off Topic, the show that nobody asked for where we talk everything sports and then some. I am your host, Aaron Alice, and per usual with me, we've got Jimmy Christensen and Todd Varney. How are you guys doing today?
3: Just dandy. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Good, yep. really good. Super happy to see you, Aaron. Just a highlight of my day.
0: Yeah, I can really feel. I feel the love and the energy in that statement
3: yeah we're high energy guys you know <laughs> yeah great to see you todd jimmy
2: you're looking great today man <laughs> you son of a i bitch. honestly so i i miss talking to you um yeah especially face to face over a camera like this i know yeah we for real text non-stop every day and call each other yep. pretty much every other day but it's it's good to mm. see you while we chat like this
0: do you want me Thanks and peter to leave you guys you. alone so you can have a moment or
3: Oh hey. yeah, Peter's here. Hey Peter.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we have a very special guest this week joining us. Um, Peter Bukowski of Locked On Packers and Locked On Today. I don't know if you guys have heard, but Locked On Packers is the number one Packers podcast um, out there. So
3: I've heard it's disputed.
0: Uh, so, <laughs> But welcome, Peter.
4: Men lie, women lie, numbers don't, Jimmy. That's all I'm going
0: to say. <laughs> Well, that's whoa, a kind of if I've ever heard it.
2: Are you telling me that Joe Thomas is a liar because he said Lombardi's Bar
4: is the best Packers podcast out well, there? best best and number 1 is different. Like, okay, that's fair. Like, that's biggest fair. audience versus best. Like I never said I you have never heard me say we are the best. I've never said that. That's fair.
3: That's fair. Yeah, I'm fair. putting words I in think your he's not on
4: the record, not that you know of.
0: <laughs> Sorry, in I overstay. the journal at night. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, it's quite a week for you to join us, because um, as Oof. we are all Packers fans, even though this is an all-sports show, um, we're all feeling it today. <laughs> it was yeah. a rough day.
4: It's not great, Bob.
0: Yeah. It's really not. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we're recording Monday night, so there is Monday Night Football going on right now, but um, it was a no, big no, week in the NFL. No, no, it's still preseason. Week one is next week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for where do we start? We thought we'd go since it was week one. We're going to talk about a good scene that surprised us and a bad scene that surprised us. Um, so why don't we kick it off with our special guest and, um, give us your surprise bad team.
4: <laughs> the Packers were <laughs> <laughs> fucking cheap. Yeah. Like it was, it was garbage beyond garbage. And like I, Look, I, I've watched it again and again, and because I'm a masochist, again. And <laughs> you, you always, when you do these things, and and I've been doing it long enough that I never get too low after these games because when you rewatch them, you go, okay, it's really four or five plays. Every Every game is four or five plays, and the team that makes three or four of the five usually wins. And if it's like three and two or two and three, you have a very close game. This was a very close game for most of it by score, right? And it was a two-score game for a lot of it. There was some bad luck here. You know, Rashawn Gary has Jameis Winston dead to rights. He throws a touchdown pass anyway. Um There is some luck in, involved in that. But this team did not come ready to play. They did not come uh, with a good approach on offense or defense. And they didn't execute. But other than that, I thought they were they were really good. Uh, you, know, so, um, you know, there there is that bright spot there. No, and and it's just it's it's unacceptable. It really is. And and I said this on on Locked On Packers that we you have to start these conversations with Aaron Rodgers because he invited this moment.
1: Mm-hmm. He
4: said, "I'm good in the off season. I want more responsibility, and you're not giving it to me." And he invited us to look at the team and say, "Okay, who do you think?" is more responsible for our success in it, you know, sort of indirectly, right? He said that. And so, okay, if you're going to ask for all of that responsibility, then then you have to take more of the blame. And you can't come out after partying in Maui with Miles <laughs> fucking Teller and then show up and say, I'm cool, I'm good, I'm groovy. We had this, this wonderful moment and I've shown up and, you know, whatever other Zen wisdom I'm going to offer and then play like that. You just can't. And I was really glad that Bill Huber um, on Monday asked Matt LaFleur if he thought that there was any correlation. I, I don't know if there was. I'm glad someone asked. Matt LaFleur said there wasn't. I don't know that Matt, A, believes that, or B, really knows if that's true. But uh, they look like shit, and they got to figure it out. That's really the TLDR of this.
0: Yeah, it was shocking. Um, And just seeing – the sloppiness, especially from Rodgers, because that always, that just trickles down, you know, that second down um, interception to Devontae Adams, he was acting like it was fourth down, fourth quarter, one minute to go and you're down seven, you know, that was such a weird decision and so unlike him. Um, Mm -hmm. And even the bomb, you know, on third down interception was crazy as well that it just all over, he was just, it just, it looked like a completely different person.
3: Do you think i texted todd this today um and he quickly shut it down but todd's also a big dumb idiot um do you think like with his interview where he said that he feels like he doesn't have anything left to prove uh do you think like that's affecting his play at all because like a thing about rogers is he's always had that chip on his shoulder about his draft status then last year he comes out with that mvp season and it's after jordan love was drafted like do you think now that maybe he is in that place where he's like, you know what? I almost retired this past year. Like maybe I, maybe he's not as mentally like chip on his as He used to be. Uh,
4: you know what? I don't, I don't know the answer to that, but I will say he's invited that question in. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a fair question to, I had someone on Twitter ask yesterday, like, is it fair for us to wonder if the off season and all this stuff and, and all of the, the circumstances that brought us to this moment affected the thing. And it's like, Yes, that's a fair question, and I mean, look, I don't know the answer, um, but I'm going to wade into very dang- dangerous territory. Do you remember in 2016 during the election?
0: Oh God! I remember Hang a few on, let things me get, about let it. Me get ready with the mute button. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Where the line about the former president was, take him seriously, not literally. Like he would say things and it was like, well, he didn't mean it like that, but he meant this other thing. Mm-hmm. I think there are times when we need to do that with Aaron Rodgers because he says things and we're just like, dude, I know that's not true. Right. And His
0: actions often speak a different
4: language. Right. And so it's like, okay. Yeah. Like him, him saying, I know our agents and our side didn't leak anything through the whole off season. It's like, word like are you like you're you're sure sure that didn't happen a hundred percent sure that didn't happen right okay okay so like i I think that we can we can both say okay maybe what he's saying number one maybe he wants to be true but uh, like it's there is one thing that that is that is the reality and there's one thing that is the public facing reality And those things are not always the same thing. And and I I just think we have to take some of what he says with a grain of salt because he's still playing the game here. It's still about the brand. It's still about the PR and the the team is doing the same thing, right? I mean, the team has said things that you're just like, I don't, I don't believe that (laughs) Brian has has spent the off season saying things that we know he doesn't believe. So it's not like it's just a one-sided thing. I don't think we can just say like a lot of people are quick to be like, Oh, Aaron said this, or the team said this. And so ergo, like oh Rogers and and Brian Uticans both saying Mark Murphy never said don't be the problem. Here's the thing: both sides benefit publicly from saying we didn't say that or that didn't happen, right? That doesn't mean it didn't happen, but it's the it's the old departed line qui bono? Who benefits from this thing? In yeah. in that case, in that case, Jimmy, it's it's Aaron.
2: Yeah, not me. So, <laughs> Jimmy also asked me today. Um, if I had thought that kind of along, you know, with not having anything to prove, but we kind of saw it with Aaron in seventeen and eighteen when he- are Beavis and Butthead
4: gonna chime in while we're doing the show. I'm just wondering.
2: <laughs> it will oh, God. Uh, you'll hear from yeah, I don't oh, yeah. know. I don't know. you really fucked up asking yeah. that. You'll see. You'll see.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I mean all right. Since you asked. Yeah, me. he's fine. Todd's cool.
3: Yeah, yeah. Todd's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Damn. God, <laughs> I blame uh, you for that one, Peter. Yep. I, so, I'll,
4: I take it.
0: I'll take it.
2: <laughs> so we, we saw an Aaron Rodgers that didn't look fully invested in, in being here and playing at the Aaron Rodgers level we were used to. Mm-hmm. And I was worried about that a little bit this season until they brought in Randall Cobb. And I don't care if Randall Cobb doesn't have another catch this year. For me, I look at him as an insurance policy that Rodgers is going to play to get a ring because he wants randall cobb to have a ring is, is that fair th- thinking for me or is that wishful thinking from me
4: i did i i do want to point out that the first catch randall cobb made was from um not aaron Rodgers in this game um yeah. <laughs> The the, oh. the first the first pass that Jordan Love completed was to A. Rodgers, and the second pass he completed was to <laughs> the guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted traded to the Green Bay Packers. Um, no, I mean I I do think it's that's real. That's a real thing. He wants Randall Cobb to win a title. He wants they want to go win the Super Bowl. I mean, and and I think this all is all related, right? The Packers came into this game. Aaron Rodgers in a wonderful moment of candor. I mean, I've been I've been calling this for weeks. I've been calling this the season of honesty because everyone is. They're just laying the shit out there. They're just like, man, we don't, the pretense who, who cares anymore because this is it. Um, that like, this is, this is going to be the, the, the situation that, that the team finds itself in. Like Randall Cobb might not have a role on this team. And and right now, like when they went to the first slot receiver, they put on the field was Amir Rodgers. Rogers. And so I, what is, what is Randall Cobb's job on this team yet? We don't know, but, yeah, they came into this game thinking they were going to win probably easily. Aaron Rodgers said we were feeling he was asked, were you guys feeling yourself a little bit too much? God bless Pete Doherty for <laughs> the uh, hello fellow kids line there. Uh, but I mean, it was it was great. And and I, I thought I appreciated Rodgers being honest. Yeah, we thought we were going to come in and move the ball up and down the field on this team because they didn't have their guys. And we felt really good about our plan and they didn't execute it. And maybe it was the kick in the you know where that they needed. I know on this show um, euphemisms like you know where are frowned upon. So <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just, we're
0: we're. In, I just we're assume that here. you
4: guys were not in on that statement. <laughs>
3: oh yeah,
0: <laughs> don't be too raunchy. <laughs> yeah,
3: we're about to go a whole different direction with the ad sponsor and everything at that
0: point. Um, yeah. Gucci, what's
4: up?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got we we went up to on that one. You'll see. Don't you worry. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, and. I I think hopefully, I mean, I think it's so early to judge as to what went wrong until we see what happens next week. Like that is going to be the that's when, you know, something's fucked up if they come out next week and are as flat as they were this week. So, I mean, I don't think it's reason to panic yet, but keep your hand near the panic button, but don't hit it quite yet. So anyways, let's move on to another team. (laughs) Um, uh, Jimmy and Todd, when do you guys want to go? A team that surprised you in a good way
3: this week. Yeah. So I went with the Cardinals on this one. Um, Like I knew their offense was talented and they obviously have Chandler Jones. Who's one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. We saw that. Aaron, you'll talk about him with your Mm -hmm. defensive player, but he completely destroyed that Titans offensive line. Um, They got JJ Watt, but one of the things they were just an old team. They had AJ green. Deandre Hopkins is still one of the top receivers in the league. He showed that this week. Granted, it was against the Titans defense that had a lot of question marks going in, but one of the things was their offense seemed to be – it had the potential to be one of the better ones in the NFL with getting Julio Jones, A.J. Browns, uh, an up-and-coming wide receiver. He's had to, a couple solid years, and Derrick Henry is just uh, pretty sure he's a Greek god just in human <laughs> form. Uh, and the, the Cardinals were able – they put up points, and they somehow slow down Derrick Henry. Really fucked my fantasy team. Thanks a lot, but <laughs> – I was just really surprised to see what they just how well they put it together. And we saw what Kyler Murray can do when he was healthy. Uh, He had an injury last season. He came back now showing like, Hey, maybe this could be if he stays healthy an MVP Kyler Murray season. Uh, That's probably a huge week one overreaction, but he has the talent and he has the weapons. Uh, The run game with the backs that they have could still be a a little bit of a question mark. Uh, James Conner doesn't really jump out at me. uh, But I don't know. They, they had a great week one showing, uh, and it, it's good to see them, uh, them put it, put it all together.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't
4: know what to make of that to be honest, because I like the Titans defense might, might just be terrible.
0: Uh-huh.
4: And it probably is. I don't, Mike Vrabel is the office space meme at this point. I don't really know exactly what it is he does here <laughs> and offensively Malafleur gone. Arthur Smith gone. Mm-hmm. Um, neither Arthur Smith nor Matt LaFleur's offenses looked very good in week one, but either did this one. Right. And that's with Julio Jones. And that's with Mike Vrabel calling out Julio Jones for being an asshole on a personal foul penalty, which I, you know, I thought was a little ridiculous. So, I mean, the Titans might, it might be like a season of hell type season for the Titans. If they're going to play like this and the defense is going to be that bad and they can't score. Like they could legitimately be like a six and 11 team if that's, if that's the case. Now let's not overreact to week one, right? I love to overreact week one, but let's try not to do that. Um, I'm trying not to do it with the Packers for the sake of mostly for the sake of my audience, because otherwise it's going to get very dark. It's going to get like 2018 dark (laughs) and I just open every, every show going, what the fuck is going on? And it's just, that's not good for anybody. Um, least of all, my 16 month old who could probably hear me, you know, yelling from from the office. So, uh, yeah, I, I I don't I really don't know what to make of the Titans, but I think the Cardinals are probably better than I thought they would be. I didn't think they'd be like I thought they'd be like a nine and eighteen.
0: Yeah, they were quite suffocating. Um, who
3: had a worse offensive showing? Was it the Titans or was it the the Packers? The Packers. Not to bring it back, <laughs> I, it was to be the Packers, right? But also Packers. with the weapons. Packers.
4: The Packers yeah, were the I like the second worst offense in the league in Week One. Yeah, only I mean, the Falcons were worse because that points. Eagles defense. I don't know. Yeah, three is, points. Is three like
0: points. The, the the Titans oh, fair. had a couple touchdowns. Like they, you know, did move along. Um, yeah. God. On for my good team, um, I picked the Texans. Uh, I know they were only playing the Jags, that's a good one. but um, putting up thirty-seven points, especially with a backup QB, because. The Deshaun Watson thing is still kind of um, TBD in Houston. Um, but Tyrod Taylor, who we talked about last week, how we kind of feel bad for him because he's just had a lot of bad luck, um, showed up and he, you know, put up two touchdowns. Um, and, yeah, it was it was nice to see. Good for him. So uh, I just was not expecting them to get more than, like, 15 points. So 37 was quite impressive.
3: I feel like the Texans, especially offense. One thing that kept being overlooked is they are, especially going against the Jaguars. I was, I said to you guys before the show, like I bet on the Texans because they are a veteran team. Like Tyrod Taylor has been around the league for a long time. They have Philip Lindsay in the backfield. They have 85, probably two old veterans on that 53-man roster. But I, it was just a team that like they had more experience going into a game, and especially one with the brand new uh, NFL head coach. Coming like coming into this year, he has like he took time off. We know over my Urban Meyer story, but I don't know. It just seemed like a perfect veteran team facing a new team that's trying to be up and coming. Like it just, I don't know. I think people weren't giving the Texans enough credit. They're not a good team by any means, mm-hmm. but they have veteran pieces there. Pieces there. Who can do well against young teams that are still trying to
0: figure it out yeah i mean future, they've future
4: usc coach urban meyer yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. well he Have has to announced a that yet? first
4: <laughs> they will they will they will maybe by the end of the
3: show they will yeah
0: that's usually how it works here is some great ridiculous breaking news happens after we've already recorded so that would make sense all right todd what about you
2: Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, that'll happen. Uh, I've got the Bengals. Um, one, I will always praise any team that beats the Vikings. Uh, but also, I mean, they had—they're doing it with their young players on offense. Good to see Joe Burrow come back uh, off an injury, put up 260 yards and and two touchdowns. Joe Mixon ran wild on that defense, um, and then to see Jamar Chase and T. Higgins be their leading receivers. You know how how often do you see a team? That takes, you know, their quarterback, a wide receiver um, and another high, high round wide receiver. And it pans out within a year that they're all the leading contributors uh, for that offense. So it, it was good to see them kind of bounce back. I'm I'm a Joe Burrow guy. I, I think he's you know, going to have a pretty solid career. Um, so always fun to see them do well. And of course, the Vikings
3: lose.
0: Yeah. Rip their hearts out. I'm totally cool with that. At the
3: start of the game, you saw Joe Burrow, like their offensive game plan was very uh, conservative. Like a lot of his passes were quick, they were short. And then right before the half, where they hit Jamar, where he hit Jamar Chase for that touchdown. First of all, he literally did not do a single move on that route. It was just, just ran, run straight. By Breland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Breeland was just confused. Like, oh, I should guard him. Uh, but it was just nice. He didn't drop it, which was great. Once that ball I saw I was going to chase, I was like, please, God, do not let him drop this. Uh, but apparently those dropsies weren't a thing week one. So it, it was it was cool to see their offense kind of clicking, like Todd said, the young guys contributing. And mm-hmm. they who knows? In the future, it could be a really tough team
0: yep um well i realized peter you did your bad team and then we did all of our good ones forgive me i'm hungover it was a rough night um so (laughs) uh, so peter if you want to um do what team surprised you that was a good team
4: um the bears no just kidding uh they were terrible (laughs) um no let me let me zag a little bit uh not that I was surprised that they were good. Cause I do not think they were good, but I was surprised how well they played. And that is the Detroit lions. Yeah. Because they were getting their asses kicked. And you know what the Packers did knuckled under, mm-hmm. you know what the lions didn't do knuckle under, they came back, they scored what 20 points in the fourth quarter. To make it was thirty-eight to ten, and and they come back to make that a game. I was I was really impressed by the second half of Jared Goff. He was pretty bad in the first half. There are like there are no receivers on that team. Like I I think Jimmy and Todd are wide receiver four and wide receiver <laughs> five on that team, and they're not even like. In a training program right now. I mean, that's how bad it is. It's Quintez Cephas. well, well i yeah, you're right. On. I am a train. And, and, <laughs> and Todd in the slot. And it's just like, it's not great. And yet they were able to manufacture a lot of offense. Um, our guy, Jamal Williams, thriving, and you'd love to see it. And so, I don't know. I, I thought I thought the first half of that game was how that game would go. And then to see what they were able to do in the second half, I know that the 49ers lose Jason Verrett um, and, and Brandon Ayuk was like inexplicably not a part of that game plan for some reason, uh, very much hurting my daily fantasy teams. Um, So I I was impressed with the lions in the second half. I was impressed with their fight. I think Dan Campbell, I think Dan Campbell is going to make sure that that team does not give in that they they're not going to quit on Dan Campbell, no matter how many Venti, fucking triple shot lattes that he gets. <laughs> I just don't think they're going to quit on him. And that's great. And, and you know, look, the Packers are still what? 10 and a half point favorites on Sunday mm-hmm. or Monday. I still think the Packers are going to beat the lions. It's not going to be easy. And and they're going to have to, they're going to have to play well to win by 10 and a half points. That's not something I would have said before week one. And it's probably not even something I would have said had they had the lions lost the way that it looked like they were going to, before they didn't and and they should they deserve a lot of credit for that
0: yeah i was actually cheering for them to make the comeback because I, I think i tweeted that um like in the long run i don't think the lions are going to be a threat to the packers but the 49ers are so i was like yeah let's go lions and i love the underdog i love the comeback um and like you said uh you know they did what the packers couldn't do and the packers didn't even make it a game so i'm with you there
3: they give Dan Campbell shit, but like that's one thing he'll instill in his team is just toughness of like really, it doesn't matter how much you're down, keep going no matter what and they don't have wide receivers, but both Jamal and DeAndre Swift had great games in the passing game and contributed a little bit in the run too. Um they could really be a great one-two duo of just when they're both on the field. Obviously Jamal he's the best in the league with pass blocking, so that adds a little bit of the him more in the game for passing downs, but they're both receiver or both running backs capable of helping the receiving game to where you really don't know what's going to happen when the game. Like it's not like Jerome Bettis is in, and then you bring in someone else to pass the ball. Like you really don't know know who, what's going to happen with those guys. And I think that's really helpful.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, Peter, for joining us um, for a little bit to talk about NFL week one, um, especially that uh, therapy for our post Packers depression, but, <laughs> um, you want to tell the folks, the whole, you know, 10 people that listen to this show, um, where they can find you if they don't already follow you.
4: <laughs> yeah. At Peter underscore Bukowski on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at locked on Packers subscribe to the leap. If you don't do, if you do nothing else, go subscribe to the leap. We would love to have you. Um, and of course locked on Packers, wherever you get podcasts, the Odyssey app, all that good stuff and locked on today for all sports. This is an all sports podcast. Right. If like mine too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Peter. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
3: Thanks, Peter. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Appreciate you.
0: Um, So let's move on to our three bad um, teams that we were surprised by because um, I screwed up in our order. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But just because mine will be quick because uh, Jimmy was kind of talking about them already. Uh, The Titans were surprisingly bad. Um, and as Jimmy had mentioned, um, you know, the defense was never anything impressive, but to stifle that offense, which was one of the best offenses in the league last year, specifically holding Derrick Henry to 58 yards, like holding him to under hundred, I think is always impressive. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, their offense really fell flat. So, um, you know, that, that was, I was very surprised it wasn't even close so
3: yeah and the the corners aren't anything to brag about but that pass rush if jj Watkins stay healthy between him and chandler jones could be something really dangerous for anytime the quarterback drops back
0: yeah the nfc west i think is going to be really competitive this year um yeah. i mean they kind of are, always are but like i don't know any of those teams that like like all four of them are playoff look like playoff teams after week one so that's that's pretty crazy
2: You know, and you mentioned, um, you know, that the Texans offense or Texans defense was able to stifle a good offense. And I think that would be a good time to talk about (laughs) good offense getting stifled and a way to bounce back from that. Let me tell you guys about load boost.
0: That was such
3: a terrible segue. Hey, I got a boner just thinking about it. Keep going.
2: Load Boost is a supplement for men's sexual health that, among other things, increases semen volume, orgasm intensity, and increases ejaculation power.
3: Oh, yeah. Aside from helping you shoot ridiculous porn star loads, Load Boost Premium Blend of active ingredients pygmium, saw pimento, <laughs> zinc, and other supporting pie, pie, ingredients. Pygium. Pygium. <laughs> I thought it was pygium. Uh, pie, yeah, well, pygium. Well, if, even if it wasn't no, that's not of what I said. Fuck off. Todd. Just, <laughs> what did people I People can just go to the you website. take I think I thought that was it. Also, pygium. Todd, you didn't even fucking read Anyways,
2: it. Anyways, keep going.
3: Pygium. All right. I'm Google that after this. All right. Uh, whatever they said and other supporting nutrients is formulated to improve <laughs> prostate health and function. <laughs>
0: You can try Loadboost today risk free by going to loadboost.com and using promo code OFFTOPIC to get 10% off your first order. Yay!
2: Come like a porn star. (laughs) All right. Um. I thought that was a good transition.
3: No, Um, it was not. It was a transition.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It technically was a transition. All right, Todd, who was your team that was surprisingly bad? Uh,
2: the Buffalo Bills playing at home. I know they had the Steelers, um, but I was surprised how bad that offense looked. It was, it it didn't look like a championship caliber offense, which was kind of the theme of this week, I think. Um considering that I have them and the Packers and the Super Bowl, and both of their offenses looked like shit. So um, maybe it was just week one jitters. I'm not sure. I hope it doesn't last. Or maybe I just talked to too many bills fans and bought into the hype, but I thought for sure at home against the Steelers, a uh, big, big statement week one, and they just kind of fell flat on their face.
0: Yeah. And especially after giving um, Josh Allen, all that money, you know, that it, he didn't, he didn't look very good. Um, so they got to deal with that. Jimmy, who is your surprisingly bad team?
3: Uh, I went with the Falcons. Uh, I didn't have that high of hopes for them coming into the season, but I guess if there's one area where I thought they could have been good was offense. Like Matt Ryan is a shell of his MVP self, but he's still a pro- he still can be a productive quarterback. He has the longest streak for four thousand. St- 4,000 yard seasons uh, among active players right now with like 10 seasons in a row of throwing for at least 4,000 yards. He still has Calvin Ridley. Mike Davis is serviceable. For some reason, Cordell Patterson is actually playing like a running back and they have Kyle Pitts who is a physical specimen, but they, they only put up six points just absolutely fucking terrible showing. Um, So I was just, like I knew they'd be bad, but I'm just surprised on how fucking bad they right. are. Right?
0: It was. I mean, I just don't think the Eagles' defense is. At least I didn't think. Maybe maybe I need to give them more credit. Was going would be that's that stifling. I keep using that word, but would do. Is that a better transition, Todd? Stifling. Stifling D.
2: <laughs> Speaking of stifling. No.
0: <laughs> um but yeah i i cannot believe they only put up six points i just i mean matt ryan is only a few years out of his mvp run like i don't i don't understand what happened but oh well
2: can we talk about one more good team real quick sure nah team jizz came out this week (laughs) Uh, and just put it all over team jazz's face um hey
3: phrase it if only you saved that fucking ad read to right now. That <laughs> yeah. would be <been> great. <laughs> so well, it was like, a porn star size load that Team Jizz put on your face, and just like LoadBoost.com. What? Use code off topic. I said, I said LoadBoost.com, and <laughs> I meant to say dot .com. <laughs> Absolutely, go to
2: LoadBoost.com. Use promo code off topic for ten percent off. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was embarrassing for Jimmy, uh, week one. <laughs> Not only <laughs> did my kicker get called up from the practice squad, but also I beat him in yeah. two of the three bets. So uh, be sure to check out our Patreon, find out what the bets are going to be this week. And um, hear me talk more shit to Jimmy
3: about how bad he is at gambling. That's, I might have J money on my butt. No, J shot. J shot. Jizz. It's going to be, not be, gonna be jizz. Jizz. We, in the thing. We said J shot was fine. You no. said if I was going to be called J shot, then that's what you got to tattoo. And I said, Nope. Second thought. I'm going by jizz. I, all right. Good fucking luck convincing Des to get jizz. I'll do it, but you got to pay for my divorce lawyer.
2: We just won't tell her. She hasn't seen your ass in fucking two years.
3: <laughs> that's fair enough. Honestly, at this point. Yeah.
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> fellas, let's move yeah, on. Yeah.
2: Anyways, join our Patreon guys.
0: Thanks. Yes. Patreon.com slash on off topic. Um, Yeah. And help support us, um, please, for the love of God. <laughs> but we're not desperate, all right. Let's move into our next segment called Weird Moments in U.S. History. Um, so you guys have heard of the Boston Tea Party, right? Have you heard I, of the Boston Molasses Disaster?
3: No, please tell me right.
0: <laughs> on January 15th, 1919, a 90 foot wide cast iron tank filled to the brim with sticky molasses, exploded and spilled 2.5 million gallons of crude molasses into the streets of Boston. The brown stuff ran through the streets like a tsunami with, a, with 15 foot high waves reaching speeds of 35 miles an hour. And the molasses demolished everything in its path. It toppled buildings, drowned animals, and it eventually killed 21 people and injured 150. What month was this in? January.
2: How bad would it be to be a person that got killed in that, considering that the phrase is you're slower than molasses (laughs) in January? (laughs) Like, how do you not get out of the fucking
0: way? It was going 35 miles an hour.
3: Well, then that phrase has to change. Yeah, so then (laughs) something's wrong with that phrase.
2: (laughs) You're slower than molasses (laughs) in January. Yeah, well, I can run 35 miles an hour and kill 21 people. Get out of my fucking face, Deborah. Why is her name Deborah? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Snortsky. Oh. Bury her under six feet of molasses. That must be fucking slow.
0: Um. (laughs) oh good lord yeah so um i i just why what do you use molasses for like to the point that you need something that has two and a half million gallons this is also 1919 like like why do you have something like that with 2.5 million gallons
2: i feel like that was probably the last time like (laughs) the last load of molasses that was ever going to get bottled (laughs) they're just like oh there it is it's done like never since since 1920 they have not produced any new
0: molasses (laughs) they just peel it off the streets of boston it's like still there imagine the cleanup of that oh my god oh it would be so awful man
2: speaking of awful cleanup
0: (laughs) tell me (laughs) i like that we you've had two opportunities for better transitions than the one that you chose (laughs) but
3: you guys were giving me nothing to work with. (laughs) Oh, just wait two fucking minutes. We just gave you two.
0: Anyways, (laughs) let's move on to good news, bad news. Um, Give me the good news first. That's me. (laughs) That
2: is me. Um, Great news for anybody out there that wants to um, have a pet but they don't want a traditional pet Uh, cows look like they might be moving into the realm of being domesticated for house pets, because it turns out you can actually potty train them in just over two weeks. Uh, They have been using sweet treats to coax cows to push through a gate and urinate in a special pen. So uh, Jimmy, are either of my children potty trained? Uh, yes, Hadley is. Winston
3: is a month old. So no. <laughs> How long did it take to potty train Hadley? Uh, we potty trained her at two, like a little under two and a half. So it, it took like a it took like a month. Okay, so
2: yeah, half the time that it took to potty train one of the smartest kids uh, from one of the most intelligent fathers of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. A cow can be. I was talking about me.
3: Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you not make that connection? What a moron! Um, no, I knew he was, but I still wanted to slide that in, hoping hoping he wouldn't like just keep going. So, but yeah.
2: So, um, cows cows can be potty trained, and this this might turn into a good thing for anybody that wants a pet cow in their house.
3: Wonderful. There's been there's been multiple times I've been on a show with Todd where during the show he's bought something. And I will not be surprised by the end of this. He's like, hey guys, by the way, bought a cow. I'll let you know how that is. Tom. Right.
0: Of which, um Todd officially got his um Sealand certificate. He's officially a Lord of Sealand.
2: Lord Lord Varney. Lord, yeah, Lord Varney coming at you.
0: Colonel, but you spelled Colonel wrong. <laughs>
2: again i was multitasking while i was doing that and i think that if that's the one takeaway of that
0: form is that "kernel" is spelled wrong which is the best part about it because <laughs> someone had to like type that up they were like colonel <laughs> yeah they're like this
2: guy's
3: a fucking idiot
2: <laughs> they probably did it. they were probably like me and were like okay one that's not how like if you're going to address someone as a colonel that's that's not even close to how it's spelled i just wanted to make sure there was no stolen valor there that's, you, go. you know and that i don't works. want people to mistake me for a piece of
3: corn that's rude that's a good point honestly now that makes sense oh Snortsky. oh but i guarantee as they're looking at that they're like you know what this guy was probably multitasking let's not judge him
0: yeah they uh,
3: knew. They, they looked at the last two names, Arnie Barney, and were like, "Let's let's cut this. this definitely more is from real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy definitely
0: like... took mushrooms at four years old because he's fucked up. <laughs> he's like, they probably were like. There's no way this is a real person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways,
2: uh, Jimmy... Someone's dad was on drugs when he convinced his mom to do this. <laughs>
0: Mute yourself, for God's sakes, Jimmy.
2: (laughs) Jimmy's very unusual. (laughs) I think Jimmy's dying right now, which is fantastic.
3: I don't know what the fuck happened. Give it up, Jimmy. He's like a cruel bitch mother. (laughs) I hate you calling me out for muting myself. My finger is going towards that right now. (laughs) You know what my fingers? Um, phrasing. (laughs) Uh,
0: God damn it.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> anyway, that's my own fault. That's my yeah, own fault. Come on, <laughs> expect less from us. <laughs> um, uh, so would you like some bad news? Yeah, hit me
3: with the bad news. So in Atlanta, uh, ATL. a man, ATL, peace, peace up, up A-town A-town down.
0: down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great some great mind. Mind. <laughs> I wish you all could have uh, seen the yeah, yeah, just made it each other. <laughs>
3: I was happy. Uh, so a guy in Atlanta just made a really bad decision. He stole a car uh, and decision. went on... Yeah. <laughs> went on a wild chase with police going after him and he ended up getting away. But the the worst part about it was the car that he chose to steal uh, was one of those dead people cars. Oh my God. Where... A, a hearse? hearse uh, <laughs> yes. And... There was a dead body in the back, oh. so it gets worse I, I'm as sorry, he's driving I'm still stuck away. On a
0: dead people,
2: yeah. car. <laughs> give, give me a second to catch up. <laughs> dead
3: people One cars. of those dead people cars, if you guys don't call him that, you're <laughs> anyways. He stole the dead people car and he's driving. Cops are following him, and the dead body. Falls out of the car. Oh my god! And rolls on the freeway in front of the cops. Uh, and I think that's probably what distracted well, the cops so the guy coffin? could get away.
0: I don't know. Was it it just say like that. thrown in the back like a sleeping bag in a trunk?
3: <laughs> no, it was on a gurney. It was on a gurney. It said when he stole the, but it doesn't say uh, a hearse. It says a mort mortuary van, mortuary. Uh, so I, it's mortuary. Mortuary. See, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't pronounce it. <laughs> so that's why. I, Oh, Snortsky! Oh, I just (laughs) said people. I wasn't sure how to pronounce it.
2: (laughs) Oh my God, you're just an absolute moron. (laughs) 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 Anyways, oh, Snortsky! Oh,
1: oh my God. Anyways, dead havoc. body
3: on a gurney, fell out of the car in front of the cops. <laughs> don't don't steal dead people, dead people cars. cars. Don't steal them. I'm guessing uh,
2: that funeral became a cremation service after that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, so we're going to do open casket. The cops are like, actually, hold on. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: reconsider that. Uh, he
3: just got smoked by four squad cars. Yeah just a heads up he lost a few limbs and half a face is gone but if you still want to <laughs> we
0: can make it happen <laughs> that was oh, great <clears throat> all right let's head into offensive and defensive players of the week uh let's do offense first who wants to go first Todd. okay uh
2: i am going to go uh with some... i don't know that we've done any college football players for things they've actually done on the field. Um, so this this is an OBOT first. CJ Verdell Ooh. of uh the Oregon Ducks. Dude had a day against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ran for 161 yards and two touchdowns and had 31 yards receiving and a touchdown uh as number 12 Oregon knocked off. Uh, I believe it was number three Ohio State. Mm-hmm.
3: It was great because Dez's dad, like I said before, Dez's dad is uh, staying with us Mm -hmm. this week. And he's a huge Ohio State fan, them being from Ohio State. So it was great that I got to watch him suffer with that as then I got to suffer with the Packers. So it was a great bonding experience. Just our teams both absolutely sucked ass.
0: Nothing unites people quite like gut-wrenching heartbreak.
3: Yeah, exactly. We are way closer now just that misery. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, Jimmy. What about you?
3: I am going. Uh, well, I put Jameis Winston in uh, the the Google Doc we had. Someone, I'm assuming Todd, <laughs> of politely corrected it to Lasik Winston because Jameis Winston showed that his Lasik surgery was very beneficial. Um, his performance came at the dismay of the Packers, but the. The man's been just riddled with terrible decisions. He had five touchdowns, zero interceptions. The Saints made a perfect offense around him, around him, where he doesn't have to do too much. He just has to throw the ball to the wide open person, and it paid off. Uh, the Packers definitely made it easy on him, but to have what was it, like fourteen passes, five of them went, five of them went for touchdowns. Like he had a really good game uh he he could be a person now to revitalize his career with the saints and it's kind of cool to see someone that was maybe written off a couple years ago uh and kind of see him have a strong week one
0: yeah i mean i like all the packers loss aside i was happy for him because and i like i think i tweeted i can't even believe after watching Jameis that there was even a quarterback controversy in new orleans Um, because I can't imagine Taysom Hill being even anywhere near as good as Jameis looked on Sunday. Um, but how perfect he needs to like get a deal with LASIK, like for, oh yeah, for that, like that, that this game is like a perfect ad for LASIK. So yeah.
3: The worst part is that Todd's the only one of us to pick Jameis
0: Winston as a starter. (laughs) I said I didn't know because I said I said it should be Jameis, but knowing how sounds like a cop out. Sounds like a cop out. (laughs) Well, Sean Payton's got a hard on for Taysom Hill, and he still put him in there, and he looked terrible when he was in there. So, yeah, true. That's the one person the Packers. I've got hard
2: ons for lots of people, but it doesn't mean that it's getting me anywhere.
3: Thanks, hey, Todd. <clears throat> Todd, thanks for talking
0: about your your erections with us. So Anytime. I I um for my I went with an offensive player of the week, and Ooh. my offensive player of the week is FedEx Field in Washington <laughs> D.C. Did you guys see that video? Yes, I did not. <clears throat> okay, so there was like, <laughs> there was some sort of leak in a pipe, and it's like this. Dirty- that was not a leak. What,
2: what would you call it? That was it? like a burst pipe, with a a leak makes it sound like something was dripping. This was <laughs> it's like just straight gushing. Yeah, water. and
0: and people are filming it, and it's going all. Oh, dear God! It's like, did you see it? Yeah, that's in
3: the stands. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And so it's all like gross and brown, and they thought it was sewage. So yeah. FedEx Field offensive player of the week. So if you've not seen the video, go just look it up. It's pretty disgusting. Although I'm Holy I'm reading that it does say that shit. the liquid isn't sewage. The leak came from a storage tank filled with rainwater.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep, Last that's time I checked, okay. rainwater is not that
2: brown. yeah <laughs> Well, there was a leaf or two in there. You know, it just happens. Uh, <laughs> real quick, I think an honorable mention, and Aaron, this one I think you'll like. Um, while we're talking about other things falling from the stands, there was a cat at the Miami yes. Hurricanes game. Oh, yeah. That fell from the stands. Somebody, MVP, caught the cat. It's alive. Yeah. In and an flag. American
0: flag.
3: Yeah, yep. LVP, these valuable players should have let it.
0: Pardon? What? I hate cats. Let's move on. Uh, yeah, let's head into defensive players of the week. <clears throat> Todd, uh,
2: I'm gonna go with Jalen Ramsey. His stat line, uh, seven tackles, two tackles for loss, and a pass deflected, doesn't show nearly how good he was. Uh, Jimmy, I text you during that game, yep. I swear he was involved in every single play. The guy was absolutely everywhere. They've got him playing more of a star position because he said he was starting to fall asleep and getting sloppy in his coverage because he was getting bored playing cornerback, uh, cause teams wouldn't throw at him was still an all pro being bored and allegedly sloppy in his play. Uh, so they moved him into that star position. The guy is everywhere. Uh, lots of fun to watch. I wish he wasn't in the NFC. Um, Kind of reminded me of Charles Woodson back when he was with the Packers and playing that that same position,
3: of just being everywhere all at the same time. And you texted me this too, like it'd be great to see Jair able to go into that position and just use his freak athletic ability to just yeah. be involved in everything. Yeah. Um, you, I don't know, maybe that'll be something that you kind of see moving forward with a lot of teams. Is just putting your best corner in that kind of star position so they can actually make more plays because eventually shutting down half the field is great but the more plays you can get your best players involved in uh the better
2: yeah it makes it a lot harder on the offense to game plan too instead of being like okay well we're not gonna be able to throw to this side of the field you don't know where that guy's gonna be at you Mm -hmm. know so you know play to play it's is he gonna be lined up here out there on the left on the right yeah nope Nobody knows. Nobody
0: <laughs> knows. All right, Jimmy. What about you?
3: Uh, I went with my best friend, um, possible godfather to my next child, uh, Curtis. Bournes. Our next child. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, possible godfather to our next child, Curtis Burns. <laughs> the AKA next urban uh, baby. Corbin <laughs> Burns. Yeah, aka what the the layman call him, the not diehards Curtis or uh, Corbin Bour- Burns. <laughs>
0: Uh, <laughs> i call him i call him crazy i know i, don't I, have real I did name. the same i was like wait what is his real name
3: um <laughs> uh, but anyways he Todd graciously explained to me what a combined no hitter is but he threw a combined no hitter uh this last not this last one but this past week saturday for the brewers saturday uh for the brewers he was what todd eight innings Eight innings, no hits. No hits, which is pretty fucked up. They didn't let him do the ninth, regardless of what Todd said. will not agree with it. They should have just let him have it. Uh, but, you know, he's going to get that Cy Young, which is a great thing to get as a pitcher, Aaron. I know you're wondering. Uh, not quite sure where it came from, why it's there. Uh, why they're... There's one of, like, the NL and the AL, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's yep. two Cy Youngs. Yeah. So yep. that's stupid. should just be one. Um but he'll win one of them. Not as prestigious as an MVP, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Well,
3: that's exciting for
0: Corbin? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Not know the one from Curtis. High School Musical, though. Yeah, Corbin Blue. Blue? Something. Anyways. Yes. So, my Defensive Player of the Week, Jimmy, you already talked about him a little bit, is Chandler Jones uh, against the um, the Titans this week, yesterday. Well, I guess it'll be, whatever, Sunday. Um, he had five sacks. Unbelievable performance um from him, especially just starting out week one. Uh, I mean, he's on record to have 85 sacks do, this season.
2: <laughs> do you want to come like you've got five sacks? Check out loadboost.com.
3: <laughs> Why did you not save it until right. that? That is the best one
0: that we've had. <laughs> right. And you went with a stifling offense.
2: <laughs> Use code. Off-topic to get 10% off your first purchase. You know what, Todd? I'm
0: going to make you, you can offensive come like offensive player star. of the week with for your, your transition offensive player of the week.
3: Honestly, that one made up for it because all I can think of now is like, man, if I could come like I had five sacks, I'd be so happy. No regeneration period. <laughs> it would change the whole flow of my bedroom game.
0: Yeah, it'd be 10 minutes instead of two <laughs> that's Shut pretty off. fucked up aaron it's just sorry, it's I just really
3: two minutes of, of activity eight minutes of just straight <laughs> coming out of five sacks oh
2: snortski oh that might have been the hardest <laughs> snort we've ever had
3: yeah i thought a brain aneurysm happened honestly i got nervous
0: <laughs> it might have happened
2: I was waiting for Jet to start eating your dead body.
0: <laughs> I'm not at home, so she's not here. I'm in Dallas. Oh, no penis face. No, no penis face. I'm in. I'm in Texas. All right, let's head into our random shit segment. And continuing with the NFL theme, a uh, three rookie quarterbacks started on Sunday. Todd, stop making that face at me um three rookie quarterbacks started uh this week and we thought we would play mary fuck kill with three of them the three being trevor lawrence with jaguars mac jones with the patriots and zach wilson with the jets gentlemen put your tongues away <laughs> sorry it's okay just gonna prepare for this segment <laughs> uh who wants to go first or let's go around and say who we'd marry first
2: i'm gonna go with zach wilson uh it would probably help me get closer with his mom who's an absolute babe <laughs> oh, okay uh, I am going to so Google i just want to be in the kitchen with her wearing aprons baking cookies <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are gonna be on an episode of like jerry springer <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she cute. Um, anyways, um,
3: Todd, great choice, especially for your reasoning. I am actually going with Zach Wilson, but I am going to change the reasoning. Uh, he went to BYU, obviously a Mormon school, definitely into Sister Wives, <laughs> so I could still have Zach Wilson and dabble around with others. Uh, so we could start a new TLC TV show, sister husband wives, or something like that. We'll see. <laughs> um it's, and it's a t- it's a working title, sister, a working husband, title. sister husband what? sister husband wives <laughs> uh sister wives plus one husband uh there's a lot of different things we could do uh
0: two so husbands and I'd their sister,
3: with... sister wives
0: <laughs> yeah where they drive around in a dead people car <laughs>
3: exactly and they uh, only have one it... cup. Yeah, see? When you said two husbands, too, I was thinking, like, we gotta turn this into two husbands, one cup or something. Oh, my God. Aaron. <laughs> oh, Snortsky!
2: Oh. Wearing that fucking um, button out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: yeah, that's my... Hey, phrase
2: it!
0: <laughs> um, I would go with Trevor Lawrence. I don't know, just his demeanor. I just feel like he seems like the most um I don't know the other two I feel like I should like if I'm around them I'd get their urge to I would get the urge to cover my cup um, so I I uh yeah so I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence because he does not make me want to cover my cup
3: honestly when you say cup two I instantly went to two girls one cup I, I know yeah one. that was we really were just talking timing. about that
2: you mean your honestly. drink you yeah. cover your drink.
3: drink yes yeah okay that's what now, I'm now I get cover it. It. my
0: drink Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Let's go move on to fuck. Which one of those three would you guys fuck?
2: Trevor Lawrence, without a question, him (laughs) and I, we both have full heads of hair to grab onto as a handle. It would be hot. It would be steamy. It would be aggressive. But I think above all else, it would be just very sensual and a good time had by both of us. (laughs) Yeah
0: you were way too excited to answer that (laughs) and you were sorry that i've
2: thought about fucking trevor lawrence before (laughs) he's a goddamn god what do you expect that i haven't had that
0: thought um true (laughs) i'm i'm gonna go with zach wilson because he gives me the um the like stereotypical like college quarterback like vibes from i don't know like old movies and stuff. So I'll like, he looks like he could be like in a movie cast as the quarterback of the football team. So we'll, we'll go. And with that. also
2: I feel like he's, he's young enough. He might be a try hard and really, really show you a good time. Right. That yeah. is a good
0: point. Yeah. Or else he's gotten laid a lot. Cause he is really good looking that he doesn't feel like he has to try because he thinks he's just the shit.
2: Look, Anyways. is it, um, as a good-looking guy who's been laid a couple of times, let me tell you, there's still effort being put in.
0: Oh, Snortsky! Oh, that was a Jimmy. Uh, that was me. God damn it! He's just uh,
3: the good-looking guy who's been laid a couple of times really got me. <laughs> With
0: your five sacks.
3: Yeah, dude, just busting so many nuts on people.
0: So many loads.
3: So many loads
0: uh i'm actually gonna
3: go man we had one of each because i'm gonna go with mac jones because all i can picture is just me sprawled butt naked on a bed and just mac jones doing that nfl draft walk into the bedroom and it just gets frisky
0: <laughs> i'm gonna pass out i can't breathe Ooh, snorts-ky. oh snortski <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah so great time for all of us i think i think this would be a good, uh, good time we really need to get like fan fiction written about you guys and your encounters with with your fuck rounds <laughs> for today Ooh, i'm good i'm good all right so let's move on to, <laughs> to, to mary oh no kill sorry kill <clears throat> yeah. I am going to kill Mac Jones just because it's the Patriots quarterback and I don't want them to have a good quarterback. So I just want to eliminate him.
3: That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Todd, why are you murdering Mac Jones? <laughs> because he won't fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Okay.
3: I was just saying nothing else is coming. <laughs> no, that, that's that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, great reason. Uh, mine for Trevor Lawrence is literally because Aaron said, "I think I know who you guys are picking." Uh, before we recorded this, so I wanted to make sure I did not pick Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> oh, okay. and for that reason, he has to die. So that's on you, Aaron.
0: Yep. I, I Let his blood him.
3: be on your conscience.
0: Yeah, that was fantastic. That may be our best random shit segment yet. <laughs> All right, fellas, well what's, that's it. We're done. What's sad is that I had
2: a really good thought on killing <laughs> Mac Wilson when you brought this up pre-show and I completely <laughs> forgot what it was. Wait, timeout. <laughs> you to kill who? You big dumb dumb idiot? <laughs> is you, that what I said? You said Mac no, Wilson. Said Mac, Wilson. <laughs> Mac Wilson. Well, yeah, wait, listen, if Mac Wilson's listening, I've got news for you, bitch. Uh, you just get Mac murdered I'm I'm fucking incepting Jimmy's sister husbands over here. <laughs>
3: yeah. Sorry.
2: Mac My and bet. Zach are gonna get married. Mac's gonna take <laughs> Zach's last name.
0: But you don't and remember. And we're all why gonna have a gonna a kill great Mac TV, Jones? I don't remember why. All right. Well maybe you'll remember in a few days. Doubt it.
3: <laughs> we get a text at like 1 a.m todd wakes up in a cold sweat <laughs> i got it guys can you jump on Streamyard real quick i <laughs> figured it out we gotta record
2: this shit
0: <laughs> Go oh good lord all right well we're done fellas okay oh, let's keep going <laughs> yeah
3: we're only an hour 40 in might as well make it
0: six yeah, yeah. all right uh Jimmy, why don't you tell the folks where
3: they can find you? Uh, yeah. Follow me at Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Anything I do is posted there Mondays. Nothing actually. Cause I record this Tuesdays. Jimmy, <laughs> Thank you for giving us uh, a day by day update of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say this and I was like, oh shit. It actually does not come out today. No. Uh, Tuesdays. You can listen to on brand out topic during the day. Know. And then you can think, oh, know. I know, but just let me finish. And then you can be like, oh, my gosh, I want to hear more Jimmy and Todd catch us on the MBS show at seven o'clock over at Game on Wisconsin. And then you're like, oh. holy shit, I want to listen to more Jimmy and Todd <laughs> Wednesday Lombardi's bar Thursday Packaday, Do whatever the fuck you want with that. And then, uh, yeah, you guys That's are codependent it, on each other. <laughs> well, yeah. And on, on
2: Thursdays, because we know you guys want more Jimmy and Todd, we make the jizz and jazz
3: segment <laughs> oh, yeah. for your Patreon. Seriously, I think it's just a Jimmy Todd network. We just have different guests every day. <laughs> like, that's just what it's turning into. You guys are
0: morphing into one person. <laughs> like, Jod, you're gonna like turn into like Siobhie's twins. You're just gonna like meld <laughs> physically into one yeah. another. That's what's on our next OnlyFans. Actually, is us oh, just awesome.
3: welding together our BP and then
0: our, our your fan fiction for Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. <laughs> I realize people can't see what I'm doing, so that noise is very out of nowhere. You weren't doing
2: anything. You were just sitting there like a normal person.
0: Just let that sound out of your mouth. All right. uh, Todd, where can the folks find you?
2: Just follow Jimmy. He'll fucking find
0: you.
2: You can follow me at the Todd V on Twitter and Instagram. DMs are open. I got shit going on every day. So just follow me. We'll find it.
0: (laughs) And you can follow me at H-E-R-O-I-N-E. Make sure you're following our sponsor at Game On Wisconsin, at Game On W-I. And subscribe to us on Patreon. We got exclusive content, including the Jizz and Jazz show um, and other stuff if I ever get around to editing it, like our pre-show that I have yet to put up. But it'll get there. Todd, look like you're oh, gonna say Todd. something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, "What now?" <laughs> no, no,
2: keep going, keep going.
0: And um yeah, uh, make sure. <laughs> what are you trying to do? He keeps like leaning into his microphone. <clears throat> All right, and we will uh, catch you guys next week. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.